Shit, I'm never like, you know it's special pack it with the automatics, we gon' set them to have it. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, hey, Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. I love today's topic. It's about the ultimate home gym on any budget. All right, COVID hits. The gym's closed down. Where were you? What happened to you? Chances are because you listen to this podcast and you're a proactive guy and you're a go-getter, you're a motivated leader, chances are you already had a home gym set up. And if that was you, you were rocking regardless and kicking ass and making progress and saying, fuck you, COVID. I've got all the equipment I need to make progress. Congratulations. This podcast is about enhancing your gym and verifying that you did the right thing. You might have been in a situation, however, where you relied on that home gym and now you were scrambling for equipment. Is that you? So you go on Facebook Marketplace, you pay three times the, the value of a piece of equipment, but nonetheless, you see training as necessary. You bought whatever you needed, you bought the rusty dumbbells and you trained regardless. It was old school training and you made shit happen for yourself. If that's you, I commend you. Let's never let this happen again. Let's expand your equipment base and make shit happen to develop that dream body. Or there were a lot of other people and you know who I'm talking about. They're the people who gave up and used COVID as an excuse. If you know somebody like that, hey, what can I say? Everyone's got excuses. All right, you got to be proactive. This is what this podcast is about. Look at Will Smith. Here's a guy who was fit forever, always looked good. And he kind of gave in a little bit during COVID. And now he's redeeming himself. I have no doubt within three, six months, you're going to see uh, Will Smith like you've never seen before, kicking ass, coming out of COVID strong. All right. This podcast is also about uh, the person who's struggling financially, who doesn't have the money to create the gym that they need to develop a kick-ass body. I'm telling you right now, you don't need a lot. Four or $500 goes a long way, and you can have the body of your dreams with very minimal equipment. You might have a, the opposite situation where you just don't have the space. All you have is a six by eight foot den or a single car garage. And if that's you, let's talk about the equipment um, to maximize that space. Okay, it's probably gonna be some kind of universal type unit. But let's first talk about the reason why you should have a home gym. Number one, environment. I've got to tell you, when I walk into my home gym, I play my music. I don't need the headphones. I play it as loud as I want, and I've got the speaker set up. It just sounds so good. I play my music versus the default music at the gym. All right, and I got to tell you, music motivates people. You put on the right music, and it drowns out your negative thoughts when you have a heavy lift. Plus, you know, you push to a different level. You might have music that just fits the tempo for a good run. You know what I'm talking about. So music goes a long way, and having your choice of music is huge. You might look at um, a place on your wall where you can set up a giant TV screen, or a TV screen for that matter, and that makes a world of difference in terms of doing cardio and keeping yourself occupied. Because I'm going to tell you right now, you watch the right TV show, and boy, does time ever fly on the treadmill or whatever piece of equipment you choose. If you are left to your own devices and you are just running on the treadmill with no music, no nothing, it is the longest 20, 30 minutes of your life. All right, so having a TV screen to occupy you makes a world of difference. 
All right, the other thing too is you can set up your weights beforehand without having to worry about anyone taking your plates or taking your piece of equipment. You don't have to worry about that. That's your gym and it's only you in there. All right, so the environment is massive. You can set up, you know, paint on your walls or, or pictures to motivate you, mirrors. You can set up that environment to your liking, to your advantage. Another huge thing is time. Travel time to a gym can be brutal. Uh, I remember as a university student, the gym was about an hour away. So it took me an hour there, an hour back, two hours, plus I trained two hours. It was four hours that I gave up of my life. That's great for a university student, but when you have a family, family of two kids and a wife, that's very difficult to escape to a gym. You shirk your responsibilities unless you get up earlier, and there's a whole bunch of other problems associated with that. Having a gym in your own house, I mean, it doesn't matter what you look like, does it really? Do you really need to dress up fancy? No. You put on a pair of shorts, you put on your running shoes, you go down to your basement or your desired room, and you train. And you don't worry about what you look like. You look all scraggly. Who gives a shit? All right? And you finish your workout, you shower really quickly, and you go to work. That's the advantage of um, having a home gym for time purposes. You might be in a situation where you have family and you're responsible for your little guy. So what did I do in the past? I had a basement gym. I set up the hockey net for him where he could take shots in the background. You know what I'm talking about. And while you're training. And he'll occasionally have the ball roll towards you while you're doing bench press. And like, hey, what a nuisance. But at least he's around. All right. And he's seeing you train and you're bonding with him. You're joking around in between sets. Having family around is huge. All right. That's the advantage of a home facility. Programming. I remember setting up my leg extension right beside the leg press to just totally capitalize on a superset. I do my leg extension and I know that the leg press is set up to my desired weights and I can sit in and I don't have to wait for somebody. I don't have to worry about somebody taking off the weights. I don't have to worry about somebody taking the equipment or asking me if I'm done my set. That's fucking bullshit. I just jump from the leg extension to the leg press for the ultimate superset. That makes a huge difference when you can monopolize all the equipment. Why? Because it's your equipment. It's your home gym. You're the boss. Understood? Those are some of the advantages of a home gym. I'm going to tell you right now, for performance sake, there's so many strong men out there right now who made their own gyms. And they let exclusive members and friends who can help them. People of the like mind. There's nothing worse than working around near assholes. I don't work out with assholes. I work out either by myself or with my wife or with my family. And I have the ideal situation. You work things to your advantage. That's the advantage of having a home facility. Okay, let's talk about uh, some different scenarios. Let's talk about having a gym on a, a budget. Okay, so if that's the situation, the first thing you need is you need a good quality adjustable weight bench. Okay, don't scrimp on this. Buy something sturdy. Do not cheap out. Buy something that's going to support you. A good bench is probably going to cost three to $500, a good adjustable bench. It's worth it. Now, having said that, you could probably look around and talk somebody into a deal where you're paying $200 for that bench. All right, if that's the case, do it. You need a good bench. Next thing you need is you need a set of dumbbells. All right. I'm good with selectorized dumbbells. I've had a set of those, those adjustable dumbbells that go from five pounds to 50. They work 
and they work pretty well, or you get a rack. And when you do get a dumbbell rack and some weights, it's gonna cost you a bit, but boy, do they ever last forever. So what do you need? You need some 10s, some 15s, some 20s, some 25s, uh, 35s, 50s, you might be a little stronger and need some 70s, all right? And if um, you need beyond 70, you're a pretty strong dude. I mean, I can do 100 on a dumbbell press. Uh, having said that, if that's you, I mean, you can do a superset and you can take advantage of some other techniques so you can make the most out of 70 pounds, but you want to buy that set. If you have the budget for everything else where you get, you know, the 30s and the 40s, more power to you. But a set of dumbbells, whether they're adjustable or a fixed set goes a long way. All right. Getting a barbell, a good quality barbell helps. All right. The other thing that helps is a Smith machine or a rack. Right. The reason why you want to get a rack is oftentimes they have the safety devices. So when you're bench pressing, if you do go till almost failure, you're going to know that you're not inhibited, inhibited by the fact that you just can't lift the weight. You know that there's a safety rack there to catch you where you can bail out. Same with squats. There's nothing worse than being uh, caught in the bottom of a lift and not able to bail out. All right. Um, the other thing, too, is I'm going to tell you right now, guys, I have a situation where I have uh, resistance spans exclusively resistance bands. I have a big double car garage. I have an adjustable bench. I've got a chin up bar that I can do dips on and I can do, um, you know, leg raises. I can do chin ups from different angles and I've got a shitload of bands and I've got some anchor points where I can anchor the band to the ground and do some lifts. That's all I have. That is very different from my former traditional gym where I had every single thing you could think of from uh, two cages, uh, bench press, leg extension, leg press, hamstring curl machine, uh, bicep curl machine, chin up bar, um, man, you name it, I had it. Two, uh, I had a lat pull down, a row. Um, oh my goodness, I had everything bike, treadmill, you name it, I had it. And going from that to a all bands, again, budget wise, it doesn't matter. But you need to decide what you're going to go with. You're going to go with the dumbbells. You're going to go with the bands. Nevertheless, you need to get at least the weight bench. And that's probably going to cost you between, I'm going to say, $300 and $500. All you need is a room size, you know, like an 8 by 8 room. That's all you need and you are set up. So if that's you, that's my advice with regards to a budget-conscious gym. The advanced gym. If you're serious about making consistent progress above the average level of fitness and you have some money to spend, what does the advanced gym look like? My advice, get a squat rack or get a Smith machine. This allows you to perform the major lifts in a safety situation where you have a self-spotting mechanism for the bench press or the squat. Do not cheap out on the quality of the rack. Get at least a mid-level commercial piece of equipment. All right. I personally like Smith machines. Um, I used to squat in the past. I don't squat anymore. All right. But I'll tell you right now, getting a, a traditional rack helps for stuff like deadlifts, bench press. You can do chin-ups on it. You can attach your bands to it. I mean, some huge advantages of getting a traditional rack. Uh, what else do you need? As I said, advanced equipment, get yourself a good adjustable bench and get yourself an Olympic bar. There are some cheap bars out there. There are some amazing bars out there. You don't need anything fancy. Get a mid-range price bar unless you're squatting 500 pounds plus. All right. Um, 
or doing Olympic, Olympic weightlifting. As for plates, you're probably going to need, if you have the budget, about 10 to 14 45-pound plates, two 25s, two 10s, two 5s, and two 2.5s. That's probably all that you need in terms of plates. Okay, professional home gym. If you have the budget and you have the space, that's where I recommend you spy stuff like a leg press goes a long way. Okay, there's so many different things you can do with a leg press. I mean, Dorian Yates swore by leg training on a leg press. I used to have an adjustable leg press where you could do hack squats on it as well. Um, big, lunky machine, but boy, did it ever make a difference with my leg training because I just didn't like squatting. A lat pull-down machine goes a long way for back training. A pec deck is huge if you can buy a good one. Key being a good one. Some of those cheap weeder sets just don't do the trick. Uh, hamstring machine goes a long way. Leg extension if you have the budget. And a big-ass mirror. Got to tell you, for form and for motivation, getting a mirror makes, makes a difference. I'm telling you. All right. Um, as far as equipment cost is concerned... Buying a, a commercial equipment costs a shitload. My advice, look for somebody selling refurbished equipment. There's a lot of places out there where you can buy things for a fraction of the cost. Things that normally cost $2,500, you can get for $500. Or you go to fitness, um, sorry, um, marketplace and Facebook marketplace. I'm telling you right now, you can find a shitload of good equipment. I bought this leg extension for $250. It was one of those old-school plate-loaded Cybex machines. It was the best leg extension I've ever owned. $250. That's the stuff we used back in the 90s where the equipment was hardcore. It was, you know, Cybex-type stuff, and you had the adjustable cams on it. Boy, was that equipment ever really good. You can find that stuff. It's all over the place. Nowadays, you go to a commercial gym, and they have some of the shittier stuff that's maybe not the best make. You know, two-year warranty. It's not the hardcore stuff. The hardcore stuff is still available. It's in some warehouse waiting to be sold to some second-world country or home gyms. Go on a lookout spree. Go online. Look it up. You will find stuff for a fraction of the cost. Okay? If you have a smaller space, you're going to need a multi-station cage. So back when we moved from a uh, two-car garage and a thousand square foot basement where everything all of it was gym i went to a smaller house we downsized i had uh, the gym in the garage it was a single car garage so what do you buy i bought a multi-station cage i bought a good one at that I bought an adjustable bench and it had a pulley system it had a smith machine as well uh, you can plate load it or you could uh, cable load it you could do chin-ups on there. You could do lap pull-downs. You could do tricep push-downs. You could do bicep curls. You could do flies on it. So many different things you could do with a smaller space. A multi-station cage goes a long way. Again, buy something that is a good piece of equipment. In that smaller uh, space, I bought myself a leg press. I bought myself a leg extension machine. I bought myself a free motion squat machine, which was a bulky thing. I wish I didn't buy it because it took up space and I had a dumbbell rack. I could accommodate four to six people in that gym and boy did we ever kick ass in that gym. We uh, put a giant mirror on the wall to make the place look bigger, put in tons of lighting, the place rocked. We had a TV in there. Again, single car garage, 
um, the place looked like a, a small little studio. But if you have the bigger space, there's something to be said about the big space. And in a big space, you could set up battle ropes, you could do walking lunges, um, just having that extra space, especially if you have high ceilings, makes a world of difference. All right, cardio equipment, large ticket items. If you have the budget, get yourself a treadmill, get yourself a step mill or an elliptical, if that's your style of training. I had a treadmill. I liked it. I rarely used it. I used it, you know, put it on an incline and I walked. And I watched TV in front of it to loosen up, flush the lactic acid out of my body um, after a difficult workout. Okay, a decent treadmill will cost you about 2000 bucks. There needs to be a predisposition to running to make this purchase because it does cost a bit. It also helps that uh, somebody in the family might use it as well. A medium ticket item would be something like a recumbent bike or an air resistance bike, a spinner or a stationary bike. The best cardio equipment I've ever bought was the air adine bike, air resistance bike, where you kind of pump your arms and pedal at the same time. The thing I love about it is you've got this cold air blowing on your body. So on hot days, boy, does it ever work. On cold days, boy, does that ever motivation to warm up your body by pedaling hard. Uh, you look at, I remember Randy Couture using it to get into shape for his UFC championship fights. And I say, listen, I remember seeing this back in high school and using it back in high school when I was 17, 18, 19. And it's back again. It wasn't in a lot of gyms because people were worried about lawsuits and getting your fingers stuck in this stuff. It was a nuisance. It made a lot of noise. There was a lot of wind. It just wasn't the ideal piece of equipment for a commercial gym. You know, kind of like the Bally's or the LA Fitnesses, that kind of stuff. But you do see it in CrossFit gyms where they don't give a shit about the sound of the gym. You're in a warehouse. Who gives a shit if there's wind blowing? I, mean, I like the fact that wind's blowing on my body when I'm lifting weights. So they actually brought this um, air resistance bike back. If you have the money for it, you're going to spend about $750 to $1,000 minimum for a good one. Get it. I bought a Schwinn. There's also some of the, I forgot what they're called. Maybe Rogue. I'm not sure. There's some other good ones out there. But uh, Schwinn is a good one. Highly recommended. It, again, it's a medium ticket item. And boy, do you have to have the motivation to train on that thing. But you put your headphones on, turn up the music nice and loud, watch a video. <clears throat> it's worth it. I also had a life cycle bike. Normally costs $2,500. You can pur purchase one refurbished for $500. It'll last a lifetime. All you got to do is change the battery. Well worth it. And they also have a fitness test built in on it to keep you on track. And, you know, you test yourself every couple months and see if you're uh, in shape. It gives you motivation to train on it. Okay, so highly recommended. Some people like rowing machines. I used to have a rowing machine. Unless you're into CrossFit, don't recommend it. It's hard work. All right, it's one of those luxury items. Low ticket cardio. Some of my favorite stuff. Slam balls, kettlebells, battle ropes. If you've ever gotten onto a heavy battle rope, you know what I'm talking about, those super long ones that they used to use for tug of war back in the 70s. Try that for 30 seconds times five. See what happens to your body. You will shred your body. You will develop unbelievably power, powerful lungs. A slam ball, one of those balls where you slam it down to the ground and it just kind of dies on the ground and you've got to pick it up over your head and slam it back down again. Boy, does that ever help with frustration it helps with aggression. 
and it also helps with getting you nice and lean and in amazing cardiovascular shape. Right now, I'm looking for one. We bought one at uh, the um, commercial fitness depot for dirt cheap. I think it was a 25-pound ball for 22 bucks. Here, it's like $40, $50 to buy it. But, um, you know, you buy a 25-pound ball, a 35-pound ball is tough. Getting away with a 15-pound ball, you're going to pick it up faster. You're going to slam it faster. I mean, great. Buy yourself a 15, 25, and even a 35-pound ball. You might spend $100. It works better than the Airdyne bike. Kettlebells, if you have a, a tendency to train with them, great. Personally, it hurts my lower back. They don't cost that much. You don't need a lot of weight. You need maybe two or three kettlebells. But again, as low ticket items, when you're on a budget and you're space restrained, a slam ball and a kettlebell goes a long way. Battle rope, you need the space. The other thing with battle ropes is they, um, the ropes fray a little bit. So you're gonna be vacuuming constantly and unless you buy the sleeve for it. And even then you're gonna have problems with it. They make a lot of noise. If you have a dog, dogs love chewing on them, especially when you're doing the battle ropes. You gotta watch you don't uh, decapitate your dog. Uh, I've come close to that with my pup. I mean, she used to love the battle rope. So if you have the space for it, get a battle rope. If you don't, get a slam ball. If you have the budget, get yourself a treadmill, get yourself a, a um, Aerodyne bike. I do think there's some value in that type of cardio, all right, because, I mean, your lungs and your heart are important. Key point here, guys, you need to make your gym a priority, okay? The re there's a reason why The Rock has his home gym. Obviously, he'll be mobbed at a, um, at a gym if he goes because he's such a superstar, but his iron paradise is truly that. It's a paradise. He opens up the light. It's his place. He can go into his fridge and get his, uh, his energy drink. I mean, um, we had a fridge where you can get uh, a cold drink in our gym, and, and boy, did it ever make a difference, all right? It's your environment. It's your space. and You don't have to worry about COVID. Get yourself a home gym. Highly recommended. And if this podcast resonated with you and you had some questions about your own particular situation, contact me. I'm more than happy to help you with your space, whether it's a big space, medium space, or a small space. We can figure out based on your budget what you need. If you were given an arena to completely transform your body, your focus, your finances, and your family, would you take me up on it? Join the league, leagueofelite.com. All right, I want to leave you with a few final critical thoughts. Number one, when you invest in your home gym, whether it's $500 or $5,000, the fact that you put money into your fitness and health is massive. Most people don't do that. You put value on your body. You put value on your performance. You put value on your health by making that investment. The bigger the investment, chances are the more invested you will be in doing the exercise. You spend $10,000 on a home gym, you're going to be justified in using it. Okay, unless you just have the money to blow. And I'll tell you, that wasn't me. I valued everything I spent my money on. All right, so making that investment goes a long way. That's number one. Number two, take a look at back in the 70s. You look at Arnold Schwarzenegger at Gold's Gym. Some of that equipment was pretty rudimentary. It was shitty equipment. My biggest gains were with shitty York Weeder equipment. Okay, it was garbage benches that were not comfortable. They were flimsy. They were the concrete um, plates. They were garbage, but I still made progress. 
right? You know, going from 155 to 175, 180 with very little equipment. All right, so you don't need a lot, but what you do need is a system of exercise. You need some determination, you need some consistency. You got to get your nutrition right. All right, equipment is important, but it's not the be all end all. And then the final thing, whenever you invest in a home gym, you've got to understand that you have body parts to work and you have to address all of your body parts. When you go with a bare bones gym where all you've got is a bench and bands or a bench and dumbbells, you got to figure out the equation of training your legs properly. How are you going to train your calves? How are you going to hit your quads and your hamstrings? And there's ways around it. You know, with a gorilla strength band system, I can teach you how to train with just a bench and just exercise bands and develop wicked legs. You can do a lot with jump squats. You can do a lot well with um, dumbbells. And you can do a lot with bands and squats. All right. So it's not like you're, you're stuck. But you just got to be a little more creative. Whereas when you have a lot of equipment, you have the squat rack or you have the budget to buy the leg extension machines and the leg presses and the hamstring curl, you have just a lot more available to you and you don't have to worry about all the body parts. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Subscribe, share with your friends, and be sure to check out the Ultimate Men's Playbook available now at amazon.com.